0: This podcast is generously supported by Zondervan Bibles and the NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible edited by D.A. Carson, featuring notes and articles that help you follow God's redemptive plan as it unfolds throughout Scripture. Find out more at nivbiblicaltheologystudybible.com.
1: Want to learn how to interpret and teach the entire Bible in a way that is Christ-centered and clear? Learn with us here on the Christ-Centered and Clear Podcast.
0: So Nate and John Aiken here with the Christ Centered and Clear podcast, where we want to have conversations about the scriptures and show how they are Christ centered, but in a way that makes it uh, clear for our hearers and those that we would uh, teach and, and preach to. And so uh, we're continuing our conversation on the on the book of Daniel. We have with us we have Jason Redberg, who's in uh, Minnetonka, Minnesota, at Redeemer, and then we have with us Jeff Hay, all the way from Dublin, Ireland, Bally Cullen Community Church. Uh guys, thanks for uh, being on the podcast. And uh John, we'll start with you, Daniel chapter 6, give a summary and then we'll look at Christ's connections and applications.
2: Yeah, so I mean Daniel 6 is obviously um, maybe the most well-known uh, story in this book. And so it's Daniel and the lions den. And so so Medo-Persian empires come in and come to power and King Darius as he's called in the in the text. I I I do think that Darius is King Cyrus, but others may disagree. I'd love to hear uh, the other guy's takes. But, um, and, and so he's come, Darius is, and the Medo-Persian Empire has come to power. He's setting up kind of his administration for oversight of the empire. Daniel rises in the ranks again, even as an old man, because of the, the Holy Spirit is working in him. It's not just because of his skill, but the, the spirit that's within him, the text tells us. And, um, so there's other officials who get, who get angry, who, uh, want to bring him down, who are, um, jealous of, um, the, the place that he has in the, in the kingdom. And so they want to take him down and they can't take him down in terms of he, he's above reproach. Um, there's nothing in his character where they can take him down. They can only target his relationship with God. And so they trick Darius in the making this, uh, this edict, you know, about prayer for 30 days. Nobody can pray to anybody, but, uh, King Darius. And, um, if they do, they're gonna be thrown in the lion's den. Daniel, uh, the text tells us, and I want to read this cause I think this, this is, these are so, uh, these verses are so important. When Daniel learned the document had been signed, he went into his house, the windows in its upstairs room open toward Jerusalem and three times a day, he got down on his knees, prayed and gave thanks to his God just as he had done before. Uh, and so this is, he just continues the normal pattern of his life. They accuse him. Uh, Darius regrets what he has done, but has to keep the, the law. And so he throws him into the pit with the lions, rolls the stone over it, seals it with a seal, goes and sleeps, wakes up in the morning, rushes there. Stone's rolled away. Daniel is, walks out alive the enemies who had tricked Darius are thrown in. I think the text tells us uh, with their families um, that says that those men who had uh, militia, yeah, they, their children and their wives. And before they reach the bottom, they're chewed up by the lions. And then Darius at the, the text ends again, kind of like Daniel chapter three with this pagan King praising the God of Daniel, the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that he, Endures forever and that he has dominion over uh the entire world that's never going to end and um and so daniel it says prospers during the reign of king darius i take that to mean that the, i take the translation to be there at the end in verse 28 that is the reign of cyrus the persian uh but again others may disagree so that's kind of just the basic summary
0: any uh any textual issues that that need to be kind of considered
2: Not that I can think of. I think it's, it's a pretty straightforward story. Um, It's again, very well known in most of the children's Bibles. Gotcha. Jeff, uh,
0: anything you would add there or textual issues to that are at play? And then even the, the Darius, Darius Cyrus
1: conversation. Yeah. I just uh, went with, yeah, that could be, (laughs) I didn't (laughs) emphasize either way. Darius could well be Cyrus. Uh, So I just left it at that. Yeah. Jason, anything?
3: I said almost exactly what Jeff said. So nothing to add. Okay.
0: Did you just listen to Jeff's sermon and just say that?
3: No, but now I'm wishing I had listened to both (laughs) these guys preach through Daniel before I ever tackled the book
0: now be a good time to hear from our sponsor. This podcast is generously supported by Zondervan Bibles and the NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible edited by D.A. Carson. Biblical Theology allows you to ponder the individual stories and themes of scripture while observing how they all fit together in God's grand biblical narrative. That's why this unique study Bible features three articles in Introducing Biblical Theology and 25 articles unpacking key themes of scripture. The NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible contains detailed book introductions, 20,000 verse-by-verse study notes, 28 theologically rich articles by authors such as tim keller and kevin DeYoung, hundreds of full color photos more than 90 maps and over 60 charts all of this allows readers to marvel at the big story while savoring each detail with a focus on biblical theology and the overarching story of scripture the niv biblical theology study bible helps readers follow god's redemptive plan as it unfolds throughout the scriptures find out more at nivbiblicaltheologystudybible.com All right, John, so now in Daniel 6, let's talk through the, the Christ connections. How does, this, how does this point us forward to Christ? What are some of the themes we see that are kind of um, are foreshadowing what, what the Lord will do for us?
2: Yeah, so I, I just kind of um, put this, this run in there. Um, you know, Daniel's, Daniel's rescue points us to the gospel. Like Daniel, men schemed against Jesus. Like Daniel, no charges would stick against Jesus. Like Daniel, Jesus was arrested while he was praying. Like Daniel... The politician of his day was unsuccessful in stopping his execution. Like Daniel, Jesus descended into the pit. It was covered with a stone. It was sealed. Like Daniel, Jesus' friends come to the tomb early. Like Daniel, when the stone rolls away, Jesus walks out alive. Like Daniel, it results in God's glory being declared among all the nations. Unlike Daniel, Jesus actually dies and takes sin and death on himself to save us from sin and death. Uh, And so that's, that's kind of that Christ connection for me.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Jeff, Jason, anything to anything to add there?
1: <laughs> I think he got it all there. Uh, straightforward, obvious. Maybe it's delivered from a lions. Maybe there'll be mm-hmm. something from there
3: as well. Just a question for these two guys. If I could ask a question, Nate,
0: you're you're more than welcome to. Did Make sure it's of, intelligent?
3: Did either of you? Um, did you explain at all? Uh, did you just make those allusions and connections for people or did you explain it all uh, how to understand Daniel as a type of Christ?
2: Um, Yeah, I didn't, I guess typically I, with my people I've discussed typology Mm -hmm. and so I don't, and I don't typically go back. uh, I'll do it from time to time, but I don't, so I know I did not do in this sermon, uh, but because it's something that I do pretty
3: frequently. Does that make sense? Yep. 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 I just wondered because it's so blatant. I mean, as you just walk through it, I mean, there, it's it's so clear here. I wondered if you guys spent any time using this as an example to just hammer home uh, the richness of, of typology at all. Just curious.
1: I might have mentioned a line or two, but that would be it. Uh, but it'd be quite Surprising, actually, how many people know this story and actually don't know the Christ connection. So I think uh, that is helpful in itself. Uh, and, and then they
2: go, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Typically, Jason, so I, I did it before I preached this series like with Jonah, because and, and, that's a similar one to Just Point where mm-hmm. people know the story, but they don't necessarily know the Christ connection. They may They may have read... There you got some people in your church who read it in Matthew twelve and think it means Jesus was crucified on Friday, on Wednesday instead of Friday or whatever because <laughs> he had to be in the ground three days and three nights, but um, but no, yeah, it's something I had set up before previously, um, and even dealt with it some in Daniel three, and mm-hmm. so I didn't as much here. Yeah. yeah, the other thing I'd say too, just just jump in another in terms of typology in this is the idea of, and it's kind of that Genesis three, the, the, the plot of the wicked one being turned back on his head. Uh, and so you have this in Genesis three, striking the heel is ends up crushing his head. You have this here in Daniel, you'll have it later in exile uh, with Haman's plot against Mordecai. And he's hung on the gallows that he had built. And so, and then, and then you'll, you have it obviously at the cross. And then you have Paul talking about this, this, Thorn in the flesh—that's a messenger from Satan—that's actually serving to content to keep Paul humble and to make him effective in ministry and to lean on the strength of the Lord rather than his own strength. And uh, and so, just continually, whatever Satan tries to do, it it ends up backfiring on him. Hmm.
0: John, uh, applications for—I mean, again—it's such a popular story. You want people to be able to read this and obviously apply it to their lives and be doers of the word, not hearers only. So, how did you kind of uh, seek to apply this uh, to your people? So one, so
2: so I I did talk about um, faithfulness during persecution, and I and I I kind of make jokes about you know the, the whole joke. I think Russ Moore originally you know, you're not being persecuted because you when somebody says happy holidays to you. But I did talk about like, like generic, like, like real life opposition to the Christian faith in America. And so you, I've had uh, people, m- members of churches who would put like a testimony video online at church, and then be told by their job, you need to remove, you need to have the church take that down because it's, it's not going to be helpful for your advancement here at the company Um, you have you know people being labeled bigots because of whatever you know their view of gay marriage um, and or being asked their view in the office and and not really wanting to say because they they recognize what's going to rebound on them Um, and so just those those kinds of things um, that you know our brothers in in the Sudan are facing way worse, but we are facing opposition to the faith and how do we remain faithful uh, in the temptation to compromise. And so I, I, I kind of set it up there. I also talk about, and I mentioned this, I think uh, we've mentioned this in one of the previous podcasts, but daily faithfulness to the Lord is what prepares you for trials. And so it's, it's Daniel, this is him doing what he's always done. And as I talked about Daniel one, he's being faithful in terms of not eating the King's food. And and that now where he's an old man, but it's just been that daily faithfulness to the Lord that has made him ready for these kind of bigger stage uh, trials. And it's not like we sometimes think, man, I'll be, if, if I'm ever called upon to do that, I'll be ready. Uh, but we don't take the time to prepare. Like, and so one of the illustrations I used, which was crazy. I, the last time I preached this, actually, I preached this, isolated from Daniel, I preached it a week before, literally a week before, I talked about uh, Kobe, Kobe Bryant uh, and his practice regimen and how he would did a 40-mile bike ride after a game and uh, how he'd show up three hours early. And and so just, just talking about how that daily walk uh, with the Lord is what prepares you for uh, kind of the big stage. And I, I just think that's important to uh, and in our people. Uh, and then again, this kind of humble faithfulness that was another application in terms of Daniel's not rubbing it in their face. He's not, he's not making a big scene. He's literally doing what he's always done. Uh, and so then I, I got this from my pastor, uh, who's now my boss, Kevin Ezel, uh, when I heard him preach Daniel back when I was, uh, in college. And he said, if the, you know, if the mayor of, of Louisville made this edict, but he made it retroactive 30 days. How many of you in here would be Mm. thrown in jail because you have a a faithful 30 day prayer life. Mm. Um, And so I just, I was just, that's always just struck me of just like again, that's that, that whole, you know, if somebody tells me I can't do it, then I'm going to do it. But it's like, are you, are you being faithful to do it? Um, Because the Lord's told you to do it. Uh, And so those are some of the things I brought out in application. It's good.
0: Uh, Jason, any uh, things you'd add there as far as application?
3: Yeah, a couple things. Um, One of them is uh, I actually did this in two parts, partially because of when, uh, in God's sovereignty, I was preaching this. Um, I mean, the Sunday before I, or the week before the Sunday I preached, Daniel 6 was when. Uh, MacArthur first came out and talked about their disobedience of of civil government and so there were just it was that there was a lot of other stuff going on with the coronavirus and with mask mandates and religious liberty that I just felt like okay I need to take my time and walk through this uh, really carefully given the moment that we're in so in the first sermon I talked about Uh, things John already alluded to faithful Christianity will always face worldly opposition and tried to belabor the point that what gets what gets Daniel in trouble is is not some sort of um, obnoxious false hyper spirituality like this is just him living in obedience to God as a worshiper of God Um, and if you're gonna do that you're going to face some sort of worldly persecution. But then the the following point was persecuted or ostracized believers don't need to panic. Um, you need to understand the sovereignty of God. So I weave together a number of texts. I just said, if wisdom and might belong to God and he changes times and seasons and he removes kings and sets up kings and his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion endures from generation to generation, and he is a living God. His kingdom shall never be destroyed. He delivers and rescues on and on and on. I said, uh, then what reason do you have as a child of God to ever panic? You don't rest in his strong hand, rest in his sovereignty. So that was one. And then when I did talk about his disobedience, um, I tried to emphasize Uh, this. And I think John already uh, alluded to this as well. But I just said, as you delight in God, as you enjoy God, as you commune with God, there will be times when your obedience to him will mean that you've disobeyed some earthly authority. So again, it's not that Daniel and his friends are looking for opportunities to disobey. They're just fully devoted worshipers of God. And as they live in a pagan society, there will be times where their obedience to God means they've disobeyed. Uh, and I think that's more what's happening in Daniel 6, as, as John already emphasized, like this was his normal pattern. This is what he did. So being obedient meant he was disobedient. Not that he was making some big grandstand uh, in the face of of the king's edict.
0: Thank you for listening to the Christ Centered and Clear podcast. If you have questions or topics or texts you would like us to consider for future podcasts, please contact us at Clear at gmail.com. And please visit us at ChristCenteredAndClear.com for more resources.